0: Hello, I'm Katherine Manning, and this is the Empathetic Workplace Podcast, where we talk about how to support each other through the hard times so that we can create workplaces that are healthy, productive, and successful. Wasn't that interview earlier this week with Leilani Schweitzer so amazing? I learned so much from her. I loved what she said about how important it is to acknowledge people's experience and that primarily what people want when they're going through something difficult is acknowledgement. That it's more important that you acknowledge what they're going through than the particular words that you say. Better to say the wrong thing than nothing at all. I also loved what she said about our fears that someone is going to be really angry or really sad and we won't be able to handle it. It's generally not as bad as you think. She said, the sadness connects and the anger dissipates. I just loved that. That's been my experience as well. As long as you don't fuel the anger by arguing with the person, if you just let it ride out, it generally runs its course pretty quickly. And the sadness, well, I mean, tears are okay. They're cleansing. So let the person cry. Recognize that their sadness isn't your sadness. Just let them experience it and trust that they'll get through it. Another thing that Leilani showed so well is the importance of sharing information. I find Stanford's process pretty incredible, that when there is an unexpected medical outcome where something goes wrong or off the rails, they conduct a full investigation and share the results with the patient and with affected family members. As we heard, this made all the difference for Leilani herself when her son Gabriel died. Leilani discussed in her TED talk, which I'll link to in the show notes, what happened with Gabriel is that at 20 months old, he became very ill very quickly. When the local hospital couldn't help, she drove him hundreds of miles to Stanford Children's Hospital. When she got there, she was relieved and also exhausted. She had been up for many nights caring for Gabriel. And the nurse, who was assigned to Gabriel in an effort to be kind, turned off the alerts that would sound every time Gabriel shifted in his sleep. She did that so that Leonie and Gabriel could rest. Unfortunately, though, by accident, she turned the alarms off everywhere, including on her own pager and at the nurse's station. And then Gabriel's heart stopped. And nobody came to help because the alarms didn't sound. And that is when Gabriel died. It would have been so easy for Stanford not to share with Leilani what happened. Just to trust that she would go away, to grieve on her own, and they'd never hear from her again. According to Leilani, that's probably what she would have done. But instead Stanford made a different choice. They wanted to understand how this horrible tragedy had happened and they wanted to do what they could to make sure nothing like that ever happened again. So they investigated until they found the nurse's error and then they investigated further until they discovered the system breakdown that had allowed that error to happen, what it was in the system that made it possible for a nurse to turn off all the alerts. And then they explained all of that to Leilani. Leilani has said that hearing the truth about what happened gave her her dignity and that it freed her. People often think that when we don't share information with someone and we don't give them, you know, whatever the horrible truth is, that we're going to save them. But in general, what people imagine is so much worse than whatever actually happened. And even beyond that, There is a settling that comes from knowing the truth. You can stop ruminating about it. There's a quote I really like from Martha Beck. She says, no matter how difficult and painful it may be, nothing sounds as good to the soul as the truth. Now, with my lawyer hat on for just a second, of course, you worry about litigation. If we admit our mistake, we can be sued for it. But the reality is that most people sue when communication has broken down. They sue to uncover the truth. So, if we can get them that without the lawsuit, isn't that the best answer of all? Stanford's been doing this for a long time now, as have a lot of other health systems, and the business case is there. They've saved money this way. In fact, just one example, the University of Michigan moved to an open disclosure, apology and recompense model in response to medical errors instead of the traditional litigation model. And litigation costs dropped by more than half. The average time to process claims fell by more than 20 months to about eight months and insurance reserves fell by two thirds. So there is ample business case for for handling it this way, but it also, as Leilani pointed out, it's not only a business decision, it's also a human decision. What is it that we want to bring to our interactions with our patients, our clients, our customers, our coworkers? I'm gonna include the reference to that University of Michigan study, as well as some other similar studies in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening today. Again, this is Katherine Manning. If you want to explore these topics further, don't forget to pre-order a copy of my book, The Empathetic Workplace, Five Steps to a Compassionate, Calm, and Confident Response to Trauma on the Job. Special thanks to Selena Porcaro for her help with today's episode.